What up? Welcome back to the Seller Seller Fantasy Global Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos. Junior. And we got a new a newbie in the house, but long time. Craig Eiler. What's up, man? Oh man, also known as Old Greg. Old, old, Craig. old Craig. He's here, baby. Old Craig. Cousin My cousin Craig. Makes, his, makes his return. Craig. <laughs> Champ Craig. <clears throat> Forget that. Two time Champ Craig. Yeah. yeah. Toilet Craig. But but Toilet yeah. Craig currently. Yeah, yes. currently Toilet Craig. <laughs> Oh, I got um, the trophy early. How could I forget? <laughs> uh, Suze is not here this week. He had dinner plans with his buddy Paul. Important fuck. plans. Yeah. Um, he's, having pork. he's having he's having pork. Let's put it that way. Hey. Yeah. Come on. Come on. He went Shake to Applebee's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, that motherfucker <laughs> definitely went. There. It was like, dude, five dollar apps. <laughs> he definitely went to Applebee's. That guy. Um, Susan's not here, so we got Craig on the phone. Yeah. Craig, uh, Craig's done a couple episodes in the past. Craig, tell us a little about yourself. You got the Chiefs hat on for listeners yeah. who don't know who you are. Absolutely, diehard Chiefs fan, not a, not a bandwagon Chiefs fan. So we gotta go clear that up up front. I liked them when they were terrible, now they just happen to be good. But love fantasy, playing for years. Um, joined these guys' 14 man league, was it four years ago now? Uh, yeah, fourth, yeah, fourth year. Like this, yeah, this is my my fourth year. Um, ton of fun. We watch football together on Sundays, and uh, sometimes I hop on this podcast. It's always a good time. Hell yeah, man! I'm ready for football, man. I'm ready for football. The draft season's coming up. Some people have already done their drafts, but I haven't. And uh, it's almost that time, man. It's almost that time. I mean, one more week of preseason, and then it's time for drafts. We Can't got wait. Our, yeah. We got our side up dynasty draft, Mason. Do work league. Oh, dude! Got, all three of us have the fourteen man next Friday, and then we got Jim Skip Sunday morning. Sunday Ooh. morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. Easy like Sunday morning. Oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm like. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say I'm equally invested into all my leagues this year, but I'm not, okay? I'm not. I, I'm not I always either. prioritize no, the Westport League, but I have, you know, I got I to gotta make some noise in Jim and Skip this year. I got I to gotta put my foot forward and say, hey, all right, I'm here, guys. I'm hey, you and me both. You and me both. Fucking, I'm not just fucking I, around, you know? I had a devastating championship loss. I, it's, it's rough. It's rough right. to think about. Uh, Don't talk to me about the championship. I've been in your league yeah. for four or oh, five man. years, and I oh, haven't man. made the playoffs me. once. Oh, it bothers me, man. I, I, create, I created that league for my brother, and Brendan has more championships than me, and I just can't <laughs> live with that. I can't do it. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> got to step my game up. But 14 man Brendan have? on the toilet. Brendan's got two. He won two in three years, man. Yeah. Damn. I think he won his last one before the year before you came in. Glenn. Yeah, the year before. Um. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so nervous for that dynasty draft. That's my first, uh, my first dynasty draft ever. So good luck. Um, good luck. I'm I'm a little I'm a little scared. Not gonna lie. Um, I've been trying to do some research into into seeing what what the kind of game plan is. But I think the good thing is that like obviously rookies have more uh 
more weight. more weight. But I think ultimately, though, you still are drafting more so for the present as well. So that's what's nice about like like I would feel worse if I was doing what like Souza did, where he hopped in and took over for someone's team. That's true. Because that's a startup. Yeah, so I feel I feel I feel worse about that. Oh, um, Mactus is saying it's everyone's first for the most part. So yeah, so that's good. Apparently, yeah. apparently, the league that he was in was just a redraft league every year, and then Stalosella just took it over, and now it's a dynasty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. It's gonna be my third dynasty league, which is kind of nuts. Well, I'm ready. That's crazy. I'm also ready um, uh, for some news. But uh, Suze is not here, and we didn't want to dump it on Craig. So I'm doing the news today. Oh, Mason's on the news. Right. That's right, this baby. Is the news not with Suze. Yeah, baby. Um, all right, so where to start? Let's start with the most recent news. Uh, Gus Edwards announced today he will be on the PUP list to start the season, which means he's going to miss at least the first four games. So That's rough. Yeah, that sucks, man. Gus Bus, uh, you know, say what you want. I feel like he kind of goes under the radar a little bit. He's been pretty consistent, you he know? And, and I think a lot of people are hyped up J.K. Dobbins this year coming back off injury and seeing what we saw from Dobbins' rookie year that now it's his role. He's a starter. But if Gus Edwards is in the mix, I feel like it would kind of be more of a split. I don't know how much of a split. I don't know if it's like 70-30. I don't know, 60-40. But Gus Edwards is going to make his mark. But with him being out for the first four games, now it might be all systems go to start the year for J.K. Dobbins. They still got Mark Ingram over there on that team. No, Mark um, Ingram's Camara's backup. Yeah. Why did they I, got Mike, why did I they think... got Mike Davis? No, I don't oh, think Ingram's Mike I don't Davis. think Ingram's on the Saints. Is he on the Saints again? Yeah, dude, he's bounced around a lot. I thought he was on like some random team now. No, he's on the Saints still. He's uh yeah, I've been trying I've been trying to trade him to Sousa in our other dynasty. Sousa asked Camara. <laughs> oh, so that's how you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Lamar um, just runs more. I don't know if they're going to free Dobbins like that off the rip, off that injury. But, I mean, you don't hate the news as a Dobbins owner, regardless. That's true. Right. It's better. I feel like now Dobbins has more appeal, especially for that first four weeks to start the season. Yeah, I feel like he definitely won't have as quick of a hook because I think behind him is Devonta Freeman, pretty sure, right? Mike Davis. Mike Davis, Davis, not on the team anymore. Um, I'm thinking of him. He's on, like, a random team now. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't even know if he's on a team, Freeman. I think so. I don't know who I'm thinking of. But regardless, uh, J.K. Dobbins, obviously, I think, probably won't have his, you know, quick of a le- uh, leash, I think. Um, whereas you got Gus Edwards backing you up. Obviously, he's a pretty decent backup, serviceable starter. That can be a spot starter in some cases. But uh, J.K. Dobbins, I think, gets a little bit more leeway now coming back from that injury. Uh, with because obviously, I think I don't think we really talked about it, but I mean, like, he tore multiple ligaments in his knee, so I mean, there's a chance that it could take him. Like, I don't, there's a chance he might not be winning you games in September, he might be more of a you know, later season, like, bloomer, uh, for you. 
So it'll be interesting to watch um, for sure. But yeah, Gus Edwards on the PUP list. Moving on. One more uh, thing about Gus Edwards uh, before we move on. Now, with Gus being out for the first four weeks of the season, you could possibly get him as an even later round steal when he comes back. Very true. Very true. Very People true. Might want, might want to take that risk hanging on to Gus for the first four weeks of the season. But mm-hmm. some people might. But. All right. So uh, Elijah Mitchell is on pace, according to Mike Shanahan, to return for week one. That's um, yes, Mitchell. that's who it is. I I uh, remember. Well, actually, I saw the I found the headline, and I was like, season me. hasn't even started, and a 49ers running back's already hurt. <laughs> Further yeah, evidence of why I will avoid that backfield like the plague. Yeah. Agreed. Which unless is what Susan says. Unless it's consolation time, and you have Jeff Wilson. Yeah, that's true. Because he's going to make Hello. it yeah. to the ball. Jeff Wilson well, and. Or Raheem Mostert back in the day, but yeah. Yeah, you know, if Suzu was sit is if Suzu was here instead of Craig, I would not believe. I, he would say the same thing that Craig just said, and I would not believe him for a second because Suzu said the same thing for the past three seasons, and he always drafts 49ers running back. Yep. But anyway, or uh, good news if you're if you're very high on Elijah Mitchell this year. Um, very important. We'll get. We'll talk about this more later, but. Baker Mayfield officially named the starter over Sam Darnold for the Carolina Panthers. Guys, was there ever any doubt that he was not going to be named the starter? I thought there was no chance that Sam Darnold so. was going to be the starter on that team. He sucks. You don't go get I, him and bring all that attention to your team if you're going to put him behind Sam Darnold to prove last year that he sucks. So That's a good point. But I feel like you just got Darnold last year. And I feel like Donald wasn't playing with a full set of chips with the McCaffrey injury. But I don't know if they – and he's more accustomed to the offense. I don't know if it would do a thing where they start Donald out, see how he does for a few games, and then it's like, all right, let's bring in Baker. Now that Baker's more comfortable after seeing the team for a month. But they're just rolling out big. I like it. Yeah, rolling I mean, the Baker show. I, I like Baker more than Sam Donald. And if you're a DJ Moore owner – Christian McCaffrey owner, you're probably going to like that better too. Um, also, uh, we're going to go to some some more running back news. Veteran running back Kenyon Drake has been released by, Fantasy legend. by Fantasy the Raiders. Um, so if you're big on the Raiders' backfield, which I don't know why you would be, I think they're going to be mostly running back by committee. Um this does clear things up a little bit for you. If you're high on Samir White, one less mouth to feed in the Raiders' backfield. So interesting to keep an eye on. You can get Samir White pretty late. Uh, so we'll see what happens, obviously. Josh Jacobs, stock up. But, you know, see what happens there. Um, Drake, RIP. Feels like 2019 was forever ago. I know. And then I Not drafted really. him. And all. Yeah. All, time, uh, all time talent. All time. We, we don't need to talk about that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, some more running back news. Uh, Kenneth, Ken, or Ken, the headline says Kenneth, but no one calls him Kenneth. Ken Walker. Uh, I'll call him has Kenneth. A, Kenneth. You're the, I think you're the only one who calls him Ken. Everyone calls him Kenneth. Really? I feel like most people yeah. call him Ken. Yeah. 
All right. Kenneth Walker. Uh, now open your mind a minute. Listen to me, Kendrick. Uh, <laughs> Kendrick Walker? No, Kenneth. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth um, Walker. God damn it. Anyway, uh, what the fuck? CBS just freaked out on me. Uh, uh, CBS yeah, always. Yeah. He has a, he has a hernia. Um, oh. So, Shaw Penny stock. Uh, uh, but I don't know, really know how much stock you put in that. Pete Carroll has said he likes both Rashad Penny. He's waxed poetically about him. And he's also waxed po- poetically about Kenneth Walker. So, shoulder shrug. I was hernia surgery so much. Yeah. Hernia <laughs> surgery recovery shouldn't take that long. My grandfather just had hernia surgery like a couple months ago, and he's already practicing with full pads. So, God damn it. I really do hate Pete Carroll, though. Why can't he just like, why can't he just like roll the running back he likes? He's always got to like create a competition that just doesn't need to be created. Like, it's so, it's so annoying. He does it all the time. Well, even when Chris Carson was there, it's always, oh, we'll see. We'll see who, we'll see who competes. Like, Like, Pete, let's go a direction here. Let's, let's pick a guy. I feel, I feel like, it's not – I don't know. It's weird. It's like game by game with Pete. I feel like if one guy's playing well that game, he just rolls him out the whole game. Like, after after the Marshawn Lynch era, if it was Chris, – Chris Carson had, like, a consistent, like, two years of being good, and he was the guy. But then once Carson went down and Alex Collins came in, it was like, okay, we got Alex Collins, has a good game, rolls him out there. Penny comes back. He has a good game, rolls him out there. Now they got Ken Walker. I mean, Penny was the more consi- like consistent back last year. I only know that because I I picked him up off the waiver wire, and when Carson got hurt, Penny was pretty consistent for the remainder of the season. Hey, he was like a playoff. I mean, horse. yeah, yeah but he I mean, won his, people, he won people championships for his, sure. His like, problem, pretty- though, since he's gotten in the league and still to this day, is injuries. injuries um, but also kind of now impressive. it seems like. You know, Kenneth Kenneth Walker is also dealing with something. Hernia also not a good injury for running back to be dealing with, uh, by any means. But yeah, so something else to keep an eye on. Um, just rapid fire. We'll go through the rest of these because there's quite a, quite a bit happened. I feel like last week, uh, Lafleur made com- Matt Lafleur from the Packers made comments saying that both Jones and Dylan are starting. Uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dylan are starting RBs. Which is like, okay, great. He said, he Muddy said, the waters a little bit more. Another lie. Another lie. <laughs> Just like Pete said, Another lie. He said uh, Dylan and Jones are 1A and 1A. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, like, I swear he hates fantasy. There's no way. That was a plant. That was a plant. There's no way. I mean, the thing is, though, do you guys – honest question. Do you guys think – that AJ Dillon does have, I don't want to say RB two potential, but no, no, I feel like you have you have to draft him in like the fourth round, and that's not worth it to me. To me, see, it's not but worth the thing it. is, I feel like the Packers are probably going to be a more run heavy offense this year. At the very I least, think. he's going to that- Rogers is going to throw the ball more to to Jones and Dillon. I feel. You think that egotistical quarterback is gonna just turn the ball, turn around and hand the ball to Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon thirty times a game? I doubt. Nobody it. Nobody might throw it an extra few. I doubt it. 
Here's what I think. I think A.J. Dillon's going to lead the team in rushing yards. He's going to lead the team in rushing touchdowns. And Aaron Jones is going to have his moments and have his games where he does go off for like 15 rushes, 120 yards, pair of touchdowns. But Aaron Jones is going to be his deadliest this year in the receiving game because there is such a uh, – it's like an empty hole to now fill with no more Devontae Adams. And I think Aaron Rodgers' most trusted pass catcher besides Devontae Adams was Aaron Jones since Aaron Jones has been on the team. I think they're going to use both of them on the field at the same time. And don't be surprised if you see Aaron Jones line up as a wide receiver. And A.J. Dillon just – I'd say they both probably get like – as far as carries and workload – I'd say A.J. Dillon gets carries 60% of the time compared to Aaron Jones' 40. I think they're going to use Dillon as like the the rushing back, workhorse back. He's going to be out there. He's going to be out there blocking, and he's going to be the goal line back. He's going to get you touchdowns. I like A.J. Dillon a lot. So what you're telling me is that you're drafting him in the fourth round. That's what you're telling me. I'll take notes. I'll take notes. I just don't – I think that he'll, like, have a big second half and it gets, like, cold up there and and at Lambeau. They're going to just give the big back the ball. He's just going to freaking fall forward, put pressure on the defense. I think he might lead the, the team in rushing touchdowns. There's a chance he, he gets the bulk of the red zone work. But at the same time, like, does Aaron Rodgers want Aaron Jones on the bench in the red zone? Like, I, you think he's going to line up as a receiver? I don't know. I've never seen him do that at the same time. Maybe that's a new formation they roll out. But I mean, the thing is, it, it's, it, it's tough because, I mean, one of the when, when you have Jones out there too, he has the threat of running and receiving. Yeah. Usually when A.J. Dillon's out there, you know he's just going to run the ball. That's what I'm saying. I think I think Dillon can catch the ball too, though, is the thing. He could. Yeah, but he's, but not, I, he's not like Aaron Jones. He's not what Aaron Jones can do as far as, like, explosive. Like, I think Dillon's a guy who's more, like, going to run you over through the trenches and then, you know, be that ground and pound guy. Like I said, unless unless – Aaron Rodgers makes a star wide receiver out of somebody else, which could also happen. Somebody yeah. we're not expecting. Someone's catching those passes. Like Someone. a Lazard or, a, you know, Christian Watson. Romeo, Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs. Like, somebody's going to have to do it. I like to hey. say it's Aaron Jones, but it's going to be tough if he's, you know, splitting time, snap percentages, AJ Dillon. I like them both. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think they both have their value. But, all right, so moving on, just a few, two, two quick ones. Michael Thomas has a hamstring injury now, uh, which is not great, obviously. He's been someone who's been sliding up ADP very slowly. He's been going earlier and earlier in drafts. Uh, sliding right back down. Now. Yep, sliding right back down <laughs> a little bit. And But, but importantly – person throwing him the ball, James Winston, who had a foot injury earlier in the offseason, returned to practice. Um, and one more quick thing, Tom Brady was back at practice as well. And then the most important thing that we missed, Deshaun Watson's suspension has finally been finalized. Right. Uh, he is going to serve an 11-game suspension. And I just want to give a quick fuck this guy uh, because – he clearly was not remorseful at all. Basically, he was just remorseful that 
he was caught, essentially, uh, is the vibe that I got from his apology. Is one, one of those when people get offended and someone puts out an apology and instead of saying, hey, I'm sorry, they go, oh, I'm sorry you were offended. So, fuck Deshaun Watson. Here's what, here's what I think of Deshaun Watson. Thank you. <laughs> the, fact that. That, the fact that this dude can allegedly, I'll throw out allegedly, sexually assault 24 women. And now he is only sitting out 11 games of an NFL football season. But my guy, Craig's guy, Calvin Ridley, bets $1,500 on his team to win. (laughs) And he is out for the whole year. I wish they gave him more, that fucking liar. Uh, I have mental health issues. He's over at the casino. Liar. (laughs) Liar. I don't want to hear anything. He was in in bad space. Yeah, and he, totally tried, bad he tried to cheer himself up by betting on his team, his guys. And now he's cost a whole year from it. Like, man, I'm meanwhile, depressed. Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson's out there sexually assaulting, you know, your mother, your sister, your grandmother, your cousin. Yeah, all dude. these women were important to us. Potentially. Potentially. Allegedly. It's, there's, uh, there's no um, – we all know the NFL, the suspensions, they're never consistent. They're constantly changing the level of what deserves what of a suspension. But the fact that he was literally like, I stand on my innocence. When he accepted a suspension, he paid 20 of the women off. Like, that's not you standing on your innocence. That's you saying, yeah, I did something wrong, but they just don't have quite enough to get me in, like, serious legal trouble. Like, Yeah, exactly. He's literally – he's lying to himself. Like, I, <laughs> And he thinks we're all going to believe it. It's crazy. But, honestly, I'm glad it's and over, you- like – like I, I'm just like the biggest done like, hearing about it. Like goodbye, yeah. see you later for three months. Yeah. Like I don't even want to think about you. Like, you know what the biggest joke is? He returns week thirteen against who? The we fucking the Cowboys. Houston. No, oh, the fucking the Texans. Houston Texans. His okay, so I was, I was in the same state. Yeah, you were. I but I was just saying like, I, come yeah. on, really. You're, no, you're going to make his 11 games oh, so he can magically come back to face his old team. Fuck out of here. Uh, I, no, I read a – I honestly read a thing. I think it was on, like, uh, like Mike Florio was talking about it. And he was – they were saying that they did 11 games. It was initially going to be 10, but they didn't want him to come back and play Brady on, like, national TV. Oh, my and they, fucking they, word. They didn't – they didn't – no, because Brady's, like, big part of the NFL brand. They didn't want him coming back and, like, that being, like – because Brady's viewed as, like, this perfect, like – quarterback and then they have this sexual predator on in his return like they didn't want that so they moved they gave him another game and then it's next thing you know he's facing the, his texans first week back that's it zach yes good welcome e- good to the seller podcast man so, good glad glad to be here glad to be here zach i don't I'm, know if I'm you here. know this but we're live on twitch right now if you wanted to check it out and see all beautiful faces I don't know if I could do that at the same time. I'm going off. I'm going off the mobile platform right now. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Too many things wired up to the Wi-Fi. You don't want to. Uh... But yeah, no. I actually just got back home from work, so yeah. So it's been a long day for you. Now you want to talk about football? Well, I mean, you guys needed an expert, so I had to offer myself up. You know? <laughs> so here's the thing. You know, Susan couldn't make it today because he had better plans than the podcast. He had dinner plans. Dinner with Paul. Woo! Paul at Applebee's. So we got Craig to fill in for a spot. 
Zach, you volunteered your services for us tonight because we're about to preview the NFC South. Before we preview the NFC South and your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, do you have any thoughts about Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. Any, well, any questions, comments, one. concerns? Um, I don't. I'm. I'm not going to get into the. I won't say political, but um, the 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 court situation. I. I it's not a comment I'm going to make on. I don't. I don't approve of it. Um, but he's a good football player. Hopefully, he can get past this uh, and learn from his lessons because. Had some had some interesting uh, stuff come out. I, I I can't really from from where I am. I don't think I can make a good judgment on anything. On a lot, like, it's like a lot of this stuff. We have no idea really what these guys go through on a day to day, or what they might be doing on a day to day to two people. What leverage they might have. So I can't. I don't think I can comment fully without having a full picture of what actually happened. So from the, from the picture that you do have. Do you think 11 games is fair punishment? Considering he sat out a whole year, I think 11 is fine. All right. But he sat out a whole year from his team's decision, not the league's. Right. So I would say this guy's going to basically miss two years of football. Right. Not, not the entire portion, but he's losing a lot of money in the process. Um, but I think it's I think it matches matches where we're at right now. Do you think Do you think Craig's favorite player, Calvin Ridley, deserved a full year? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He deserved he, he deserved two like years, four right? Games. Four <laughs> games. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> when you lie about your mental health and you retire and then you gamble, two years out. Hey, out. look, dude, in Calvin Ridley's defense. I don't know what the fuck he was doing betting on his team. He knew should have known how much the fuck. I'll send you some highlight clips of him. I'll send you some highlight clips of him bet on his, his own games, and, and then you'll know why about him. He bet on his up own on team. touchdown runs. Oh. He bet on his own team, so it's like it's like he didn't yeah. know any. He didn't have any like advanced knowledge. It's like yeah. he did a small infraction, but the NFL was like, "We're not even going down this path. You're getting a full year, just so everyone can see that." If, yeah. I mean, you bet a people, single dollar, and you're but done. They always do that shit. I feel like anytime someone gets knocked for gambling in like a, like a suspension sense, like the, a disciplinary sense, I feel like leagues always come down like super hard on on whether it be players or in the case of the NBA officials. I mean, officials makes more sense because they literally are. The biggest travesty but, in sports is Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame because of it. Yeah, like that's a good example. I mean, like, like regardless of whether you know he was gambling or or on games or whatever, it's like, was he a good baseball player? Okay, like whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. Like the MLB can distance themselves. I mean, they have plenty of other pieces of shit in the Hall of Fame. So I mean, like, where's the Where's the line drawn? You know what I mean? All, all I'm know. saying is, like, from my point of view on a lot of stuff, like, um, Calvin Ridley, the gambling things, like, like obviously it's very clear to everybody, like, especially with today, like, how gambling is, like, so a part of, like, the whole 
span experience these days, right? It's it's ridiculous. But like a lot of this other stuff, like people, I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like like I'm not trying to equate these things. It's obviously horrible what happened, but like like Deshaun Watson didn't like hit a girl in the face, like you know. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like, do you think that's worse or do you think the other thing's worse? But I don't know. I don't want to. I mean, not with, not with his hands. What? Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. All right. Next Next topic. Oh, I was curious to see what I love how I get hot take as soon as I get on here. Yeah, Glenn, you came on here. Glenn started he's, interrogating you. I was, was like. He's expecting to talk. Uh, Jesus like, Christ! Oh, when did this turn into the predator or Zach, not? Zach, you wanted an interview. Glenn, you what do you think about Roe v. Wade? <laughs> <laughs> uh, NFC South. Okay. <laughs> We're starting off, Zach. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. Fantasy wise, okay. Who will be the team's MVP for fantasy this year? Now, this is like. This is like a fantasy goldmine, this Buccaneers team. Now you have the return of Tom Brady after his two-week retirement. Got sick of being at home with his kids. He said, fuck this. I'm going to play football. And now he's back. And you couldn't be happier, right? Thank God. I I was really sad when he left. Only because I I we didn't have a serviceable quarterback. I love Kyle Trask. He's been terrible. You could have signed Jimmy uh-huh. G. A trade for him. Could, could could have signed. I, I mean, I don't even know if Jimmy G's serviceable. He's probably like bottom bottom barrel. Like I'd, I'd almost rather have James back than him. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, uh, to your question, it's a little murky. The, the water's a little murky this year. Like a lot of injuries. Like uh, just outside of like fantasy options. Like Ryan Jensen just got absolutely like his knees gone. Like he's he's out for the year. Uh, Chris Godwin's hurt. Mike Evans pulled a hammy or pulled something. Um, the offensive line is like yeah. really bad. Russell Gage yeah. is hurt too, Russell right? Russell Gage just got hurt. Like it's there's a lot of like there's is a it, lot is it of Scotty like, Miller season. No, so the, all I'm saying is there's a lot of like factors that go into um this like you you really have to almost think about it like i i was gonna i i think julio jones is a good ad but i don't think he's an mvp he's too old he's too old like he's he's not he's not he's not gonna be part of so like, when he, i say he, he, when I, you would like if he was if he was a wide receiver too in a 12 team league you would be like that's awesome right that's exactly because of where so he's, he's not he's not route. a fantasy mvp no, when I say fantasy MVP, I mean who is like going to be the best fantasy player on their team. I guess for their prospective position. I mean, you could argue Brady always has potential to be top five at quarterback yeah. in fantasy. Leonard Fournette last year to the moon, like he 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 was probably stealing the draft. Um, Mike Evans is always uh, set it and forget it wide receiver one. Chris Godwin. Had a better year last year, too. Also played like a wide receiver one, but now he has that ACL injury. Which one of these guys is the most valuable in 2022? Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's a, a certain, again, it's a certainly a tough question. If, if Chris Godwin was healthy, I'd say Chris Godwin. It wouldn't even be a, it wouldn't even be a thought. 
Chris Godwin's a little hurt. So um, I'm going to have to go with Leonard Fournette, even though the offensive line's hurt. Go go with Lenny. He's going to be the best, probably the best value out of that that team. Do, do you buy into the whole uh, him showing up to camp overweight and shit? No, no, absolutely not. If you look at any of their beat reporter stuff, he's he came like literally like I think it was like two days, three days after that report, he came in and was like making like he he was not he was under the weight that was reported, and he was yeah. making people look silly. So. I saw pictures and he looked like I had to like blink twice. I thought it was Eddie Lacy in the backfield. I saw some pictures, <laughs> but they were pretty. They called him fat, and then the beat writers had to apologize for calling him fat. And then they're like, "Never mind, he's got burst. He scares me. He got paid. He got fat. Maybe he lost it. Maybe Tom yelled at him when he got in the gym." But I heard the pictures that he, I saw, he was actually good. Pictures I saw, good. he was he was eating a lot in the summer. It was just it was, it was just it was just the wind blowing in his shirt. It made it look oh, like. Okay. Oh. <laughs> he had some extra mass on him. No, I, I, I don't think Lenny's a popular pick, but I think he's like, it, I, I think he's going to be the probably the, the high scoring. I, it's, it's too easy of an answer to take Mike Evans, right? Um, Mike Evans is going to be the model of consistency for that team, but I think Leonard Fournette, in terms of probably going to score the most amount of points, he's going to catch probably a hundred balls out of the backfield. Like he's going to be fantastic. He, Tom Brady trusts him. He trusts him, and you're not gonna you're not gonna trust him over a rookie. Now Ronald Jones is gone. Forget about it, dude. Tom no, Brady circle of trust, man. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Leonard Fournette last year, um, he was elite. Played 14, played 14 was. games. Was the number six running back in PPR, ten in standard, and um, it seems like. So far in Lenny's career, it's an every other year thing. His rookie year with the Jaguars, he finished top 10. Following year, he only played eight games, was a 40th ranked running back. Last year in Jacksonville, finished top 10. First year with the Bucks, played 13 games and was a top 35 running back. And then last year, came into his own with Tampa Bay and again, top 10. Is this going to be another, you think, a chance where Lenny regresses? Craig, I know you had your doubts earlier about Lenny, but do you like, would you feel safe as Leonard Fournette as your RB1 on your team? You're talking to me or, or Zach? I'm talking to you because you had doubts about Lenny. Oh, no, I don't, I don't want him as my RB1 personally. So say, Especially, say, you figure Mason's the ADP master here. Where's Lenny going right now? Dude, That's, he's going he in, in our 14 man league. He's like, I think he's like early third, he's like early third round. So like you no. said, he's <laughs> right now his ADP is mid second round. He's going twenty one point four. Never mind, it's moved up. Uh, so I, his, just, so, no, <laughs> no. That's for ESPN, so, not like fantasy pros or. So uh, if you grab, uh, so if you grab like a Stephon Diggs or Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and then go around comes to you, you wouldn't feel comfortable with Lenny being your running no. back one. Mm-mm. Why not? I'd yeah, be fine I, don't, with that. Um, I don't. I see. If it'd be one thing if you had like, it'd be one thing if you didn't have like Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, or something like that starting you off. Leonard Fournette's going to be the model of consistency unless he gets hurt this year. He's, he's the floor is way too high. I think you're right. I, th- I think with how good Tampa Bay's offense is, he's always going to have scoring opportunities at the goal line. I don't see any other back challenging for goal line carries besides Tom Brady, the QB sneak. But he's going to be out there, and he catches passes. 
Craig. You like that from running backs. You know, I don't know. Like, like you just said, the consistency thing scares me. I'm not saying, oh, it's going to be a bad year because that's been the trend. Like, he could obviously have another good year. But I didn't really like him that much coming into the year. And then now the off, all the offensive line injuries, uh, scary. And it, yeah, but, it's not so, so much about the player. It's about the ADP for me. It's about the ADP. I, I don't like where he's going in drafts. So that's more of the it's, – it's not the player. It's more ADP, which is so, why I don't want him. So I agree with you on the offensive line that it's unfortunate because um, – only, only because only because it, if it was Ryan Jensen – so if Ryan Jensen was there, let me ask you this. If Ryan Jensen was there, would you, would you be fine with him? Because that's oh, he'd be bumped up, but I, I, well, no, and you guys lost your guard too, and then your backup guard got hurt. Like guards are important for run games. No, I, I agree. We also, we also upgraded. We also what the hell is going on? What's going on? Sorry, someone driving by my house. I think. Sorry. <laughs> the loudest I've ever heard. Christ. <laughs> um. Uh, the offensive no, so, line, though. But we signed Shaq Mason. Back, the it would help. Shaq Mason. Shaq no, I like that. that. Was good. That was good. Um, All right. And and Robert Hansey, he did go down, but he came back up. Um, so I, I, I get the, the hesitation by offensive line. I do. But he's going to catch balls. It doesn't matter how bad the offensive line does if he's just sitting out there for freaking screen passes or not even screen passes, just sitting there waiting for Tom Brady to check it down. And that's a point. Point. So you got, point. No, you got point. no fear of the Rashad White kid coming in right away. No, I don't. I really don't. I don't. Okay. You know why? It's Tom Brady. He doesn't – he needs to build the trust. Tell me any rookie that Tom Brady's came in with and been fine with the first the first year for a uh, running back, catching balls. Tell Thanks me. Rolling. Rookie anything, really. I mean, the only person who I can remember, and even it was, you know, like minor contributions, I think, was Malcolm Mitchell uh, when he was on the Patriots for that Malcolm short span. Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, oh, he he built he built up trust with Brady relatively quickly, but I mean, other than that, where's he? Well, his <laughs> knee is his knee is junk. So. <laughs> hey, no, but what I'm saying is, is guys playing. He's been in the league for a long time. With Tom Brady's circle of trust. I agree, it's a real thing. You have to build a rapport with him in order for him to trust you. I think we're also forgetting there are going to be more passes to be had. From Tom Brady with the loss of Gronk. Yes. Yes. I mean, they did. Uh, I, I don't want to say this, but Brady's Brady's a big checkdown guy. Yes. No, he's a huge. I'm, I could. I'm. I'm yeah. not trying to shit. I'm. I could totally be totally wrong. I just don't like the ADP. That's the only. I just don't like it. No, I. Craig, Craig, Craig's not drafting Leonard. No, right that Craig, I'm just. I'm just framing my case. I'm, I'm, no, uh, I like it. It's a, it's a, you gave some valid points and they're all true. I mean, it's a, it's a scary, it's a scary, it's a scary thing to take Tom Brady. I mean, uh, Leonard Fournette. It is. I'm, I'll be the first one to admit it. All right. Second round. Quick, quick, quick. All right, quick. Last question before I ask everybody else's MVPs. This is to both Craig and to Zach and Mason. So you can answer this. Would you rather draft Lenny or Z? Oh, dude, you're killing me. <laughs> Oh, that's a tough one. Nah, I I rather take Fournette and Zeke. Yeah, I think I ah, uh, uh, dude, it's Tony P is coming for that job. Zeke old looks a lot slower. Oh my! God, you know what's dude. funny? You know what's funny? And is I actually drafted Zeke earlier in the year. 
now. I drafted Dude, him in a best ball what, league. What where did you get him? I got like, him at the it was my third pick. Uh, and I don't know best, if I don't know you're going to get in the draft. I don't know if Leonard Fournette went before him. It was on the he turn. Probably did. He might have won before him actually. He probably did. Yeah. I couldn't I believe that he... Zeke was still there. I was drafting at the one, one, 109 and I took Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. And then Zeke came back to me. So that means yeah. that means he was at the 309. Yeah. Yep. 309. That's fucked up. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. That's fucked up. Zeke, uh, Zeke hurt me All two right, years Greg. in a row. I just can't. Yeah, whatever. Who's your MVP for the Bucks? Well, I know it's an easy answer, but it's Mike Evans. He rolls out of bed, gets a thousand yards every season, close to double digit touchdowns. I would not think twice about taking him any leagues. Even if he misses time, he's still getting those stats. He I can't, I can't blame that answer. I, I just like, I had to safest, go a little deeper he, dive on that. He's arguably one of the safest picks in fantasy. Like, I don't think he has any bust potential. Like he, if anyone picks Mike Evans, no one's gonna be like, "What a bad pick!" I'm like, ah, oh, it's good, good pick. I mean, he's healthy yeah. too. He's a healthy, he's a healthy player. He doesn't get yep. hurt. Yeah. Nope. Or if he does get hurt, pick. he fights through it. Especially if Godwin has to miss time, and especially with Russell Gage, him dealing with injuries, yeah. and even with Julio lining up across from him, that helps. Even if all Mike those guys Evans. play. Even all those guys play, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I don't think it matters. And, and, and again, you talk about the trust factor with Brady. Uh, right now, who's he trust more than Mike Evans? Maybe Godwin. Yeah. Yeah. Those are top two. Like um, I said, if God if Godwin was if Godwin was not hurt, he would be my fantasy MVP. He's he's got a mind melt with Brady right now. I don't know what's going on, but that guy he's like he's like Wes Welker, but like. Two two feet taller. <laughs> I swear to God, like he and black. Knows, he knows any. He, I don't know if you've seen him. Half the reason why he got hurt is because he's freaking just getting blown away over the middle. But he's just he's he's, 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 he's not really good when he got hurt. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> Mason, who's your MVP? Uh, my MVP because I'm a fucking honk is Tom Brady. Um. Oh, yeah, Look, know. man, I think, like, <laughs> compared to where you draft him to other quarterbacks, obviously For Tom sure. Brady always has – he always has top five, top three, even uh, fantasy potential. Um, and, I mean, look, I don't see him slowing down at any point. He's still just as good as he's always been. Um, so, yeah, I, Brady obviously set and forget it. Quarterback, never have to worry about him. Um, always fights through injuries, you know. So I, I want you guys to know. Um, last season, at age forty-four, Tom Brady threw for the most yards in his career, albeit having one more game to the season. Best receiving core he's ever had. Yeah, yeah. It's not really close either. No. Even if Patriot no. fans want to tell me Danny Danny Amendola was close to Godwin, I don't want to hear it. No. Um, I don't know who what Patriots fans you're talking to, pal, but you guys I would talk not about tell Malcolm you that. Mitchell. You guys talk about Malcolm, Malcolm Mitchell, Mitchell like he's fucking Justin Jefferson for like two years. I had to hear that. What? He's the, the best, bro. Wait till his knee heals. He's Justin oh Jefferson. I had to hear that. 
He was the second coming of Randy Moss. I had to hear it. All Listen, the time. Craig, if you want to build a straw man, you can go do it outside. All right. Falls in a few months. No, I know, you know I was not saying life. that. You got a little. Okay. Man, you know that. I like you Malcolm Mitchell, and he would have been a nice player if his knee didn't disintegrate. <laughs> but we've mentioned Malcolm Mitchell way too many times in this podcast. You mentioned him one time. I had too I much, too much about Malcolm Mitchell. Too much Malcolm Mitchell. Tom Brady. Mitchell. Brady. Uh, back up. <laughs> Tom Brady in two years with Tampa Bay, 2020, finishes the number seventh overall quarterback last year. Bumped up to number three after that extra game. Um, he threw the ball 719 times. That's a lot. That's fucking crazy. And um, 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Yeah, I don't – I mean, like I said, this team's a fantasy goldmine. My MVP, um, I'm going with the safe choice. Fantasy for me is all about consistency and reliability and volume. And that's it. Those three words describes Mike Evans perfectly. Um, said him, forget it, wide receiver one, regardless of who's on the field with him, whether it's Chris Godwin, Gronk. Gronk's obviously not there anymore. But now Julio Jones across from him. Leonard Fournette. Mike Evans still performs each and every season. Okay. Now, X Factors for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, your X Factor player, Zach, is someone – on your fantasy team who can either basically make or break your team. He's a guy who, if he's performing well, just puts your team into a new gear. But if he's performing bad, he will. Let me put an example for you. Last year, you could say an X factor was Allen Robinson on the Bears last year. Drafted really high. If he was good, he'd be great for your team. But he shit the bed, and his team, you know, a guy who has that, like, boomer bust potential but can really make or break your team. Who's, who's going to be the X factor for the Tampa Bay Bucks this year? So that, that's a tough question only because – only because there's there's so many wide receiver options. Like, even if even if, if Godwin, Evans, Gage go down, there's still three wide receivers that have actual NFL time. Scotty Miller – Jalen Darden and um, Julio. Tyler Johnson, right? So those guys also all have seen time. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go wide receiver. I think if someone if if someone does great, this this is about draft expectation, right? So if you're drafting him and he does great, he's great for your team. You're gonna go far with him. He sucks. He has issues. You're you're fucked. Yeah, and that's Tom Brady. He means Ooh. he's the X factor for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a good so pick. Go Tom Brady. I like that pick. I like it. I like it. I like it. Mason, what do you think? My my X Factor? My X Factor is gonna be Russell Gage. Um, because obviously he's hurt right now, but assuming health, right, going in going into the season, I don't think he is slated to miss a significant amount of time. But I think he should be good to go. He's got a minor injury. Yeah, there hasn't really been much news about him. But assuming he's ready for week one, he's my X factor because Russell Gage is supposed to slot into the uh, slot position, um, which is kind of Brady's bread and butter. Obviously, Antonio Brown was the one who lined up there most last season. Um, And he was 
pretty consistent, except for when he absolutely lost his shit and went off the deep end. Um, but, you know, Brady wanted Russell Gage. I'm pretty sure they targeted him in the offseason because Brady wanted Gage. Um, so Brady sees something in him. And I just think that based on where he's being drafted, he could be an absolute steal for a lot of people because those, like you said, Glenn, Gronk's not there anymore. Antonio Brown's not there anymore. Those targets are going to have to go somewhere. I think Julio personally is over the hill. I think they're going to go to Gage. Um, So look to Russell Gage. I think he can make a big difference for a lot of fantasy teams this year, especially where he's being drafted. I don't hate it. Uh, yeah, no. I, I as a Bucks fan, I I love I like I love the signing when it happened. Um, but I, I'm in in essence of not making this go too long. I, I'm curious to see the others, and then I'll uh, I'll save my response for later. Craig, all right. My X factor is Rashad White. I was going to pick Gage, but Mason picked him, so I'll go another route. Rashad White. Um, like this college tape, had to watch it for my dynasty league. I think he's a player, he catch the ball. And where you're getting him in drafts, like I, I'm not a Bucks fan like Zach, but I've seen, I don't think Keyshawn Vaughn is it. I think this guy can leapfrog him personally, talent wise. Um, and where you're getting him in drafts, if he gets worked in on any third downs or if Fournette goes down for any reason, if Fournette does go, he does miss some games over the years. He is like nagging injuries. Um, if you pick up this guy like late in your draft, I think he can he can be a flex option on a weekly basis on that offense. That's my that's my X factor. So you're telling me the trade I just made with Nick Rose of Keyshawn Vaughn was uh I I mean that's 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 your that's your journey, man. Um giving you my my two cents. I like the draft, boy, huh? I think he's good. I think he's good. Zach? I like Rashad White this year. I don't like Keyshawn Vaughn. He's had two years. Get him out of my team. He hasn't had the opportunity. <laughs> I'm glad Ronald you confirmed Jones that for there. me. I felt that. I needed someone to confirm it. <laughs> He's had the opportunity, Glenn. He has. When? When Fournette goes down, hurt. And then Ronald no, there fumbles. Was, there was a like, couple times. No. There was a couple times where um, we would just be beating the freaking snot out of people. And they play Keyshawn Vaughn. He would literally get the whole second half and would not produce. So those aren't real, real reps. Everyone's expecting the run when you're beating the snot out of them. <laughs> those aren't real reps. Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn. I had high hopes. I watched him at SEC at, at Vanderbilt. Um, but he's just a, he's gonna run. He doesn't have vision. He just runs like a freaking bullet into you, the, the into the defensive. It's, he's not big enough. He's he's literally too small. So sorry. My, my X fact is Keyshawn Vaughn. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, my X factor is Julio Jones. And just based on the name value. Where him you drafting Julio Jones at towards the end of your draft. Um might be it might be a lottery ticket. It might be uh instance where you stash him for three weeks and you realize, well. It's not Julio anymore. I'm going to drop. Either way, if he this is his best opportunity to prove that he's still Julio Jones. Who better than Tom Brady throwing you the football 
on a high-powered offense. Look for Julio Jones to replace kind of the Gronk role. I, I, I like to see that in the red zone, over the middle, down the sideline. Like, I think the biggest knock on Julio, obviously, is his health now, his age. But if he laces him up, I haven't seen a more talented wide receiver in the past, you know, decade than Julio Jones. Yeah, so uh, just to speak on my earlier comment, get circling it back, that was going to be my X factor when I first heard this. Um, and, and speaking to Russell Gage, like I loved Russell Gage when we signed him, but then we signed Julio. Right. Julio, I don't, I don't care. You got a little Russell Gage. Oh yeah, he fucking was good on a offense that was behind was the he, whole time. Was he even good though? He needed, needed targets. Yeah, of course you're gonna be good. Of course you're gonna get 50 yards a game at least. Julio Jones is different. Julio Jones was good when they were good. Um, and I he would have been my X factor, but then I heard I Glenn when you first described it, you told me. If they don't do good, maybe I misheard this, but if they don't do good, then it hurts your team. Yeah. Well, the, you think about where he is. Like, no, no, no. I, I, I agree with you. If, if Julio Jones does not pay off, it, it could certainly hurt the team based on where we are right now today, based on the wide receivers that are available. Yes. Right. Yeah. I uh, mean, well, yeah. I, I should have. Because because obviously Julio's I don't think at at the start Julio's a guy that you're going to be starting unless it's in a deep league like our fourteen man league and you have to start yeah. the second flex. I feel That's like right. he's gonna you're gonna stash him on the bench for a few weeks, see what Tampa does with him, and then if he catches fire, put him on your lineup, and then you yeah. just you know add in another guy who's like, okay, he's Julio Jones and he's in my fantasy lineup, and this right. is real. I got I got that guy, I got it. That boy. Um, so anyway, so Julio, Julio being there, and then also Chris Godwin making a speedy recovery is why I don't like Russell Gage. That's my only opinion. I think Russell Gage is going to be there in case someone gets hurt. That's my opinion. That's just what I've seen. I I don't think I don't think Julio is going to go to the Bucks and not play. Like, and a three wide receiver set. Who's your wide receivers if Chris Godwin's there? Right. It's going to be Julio, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Right. Obviously, why why wouldn't it be? Um, but it, so so, I I think Russell Gage is fighting Chris Godwin, and I, and I don't like Russell Gage in that battle. So that's why I have ha- made that comment earlier, Mason. In a vacuum, I love I love Russell Gage, but we got Julio. Yeah, I understand. Um, before we let you go, Zach, any players to avoid? On this Bucks offense in fantasy, the tight ends. <laughs> the tight ends. Stay you, don't away like, from... um, you don't like Kyle Rudolph signing? I I don't. I I, I think uh, I think Brady's had had too much of a too much of a melt with him for too long, and the only overlap has been has been Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Um, and he's pulling his guys into the offense. So why would he go? I mean, Cameron Bray is the only one I would like. If you got him on your waivers, why don't you pick him up? But like Kyle Rudolph, I saw him play with Kyle Trask the other day. 
um, the first with the first um, the first um, Jesus cannot think of the name. First rep team. Yeah, the first rep team. He he was the ones those they say. Um, he was not good, and he hasn't been good. He was he, uh, he he hasn't he hasn't been good. Why do you think he's been passed around from the Vikings to the Giants? He didn't get signed until he, he's not good. Um, I'd rather I, mean, I think Cameron Bray Cameron Bray's probably better. To I, be I fair, was he's, he's never had Tom Brady. No, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, but I, I think there's there's some there's some aspect to like Tom Brady like just melting in with other players. I don't I don't even know how to describe it. I've just in three years I've watched him more closely. I feel like he just chooses his favorites. Yeah, for sure. It's literally all I, all I can tell. He like once Absolutely. he's locked in, he's good. So. Um, before I leave, Glenn, can I, can I give you my, uh, my MVP and dark horse for the other three in the division? Cause obviously I, I, uh, follow them pretty closely. Uh, if, if I can't, that's fine. Uh, you can't see you. <laughs> 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 um, Fair enough. Yeah, go ahead. Rattle them off next. Uh, all right. Well, that, that, that's the Bucks. We cover the Bucks, and I think that's all we're going to do for the Bucks, pretty much. I mean, they're a fantasy juggernaut. You want a piece of their offense. And that's that. Uh, the next team would be the Falcons. So give us your MVP uh, for the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. I'm just going to give you guys to these rapid fire. Uh, okay. Falcons MVP is going to be Kyle Pitts. That's easy. X Factor. X Factor is going to be Cordero Patterson. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm just rattling these off. You guys, you guys take them as you want. I'm gonna just leave nice. you with that. All right, uh, Saints, Saints, Saints. Um, uh, MVP is gonna be Chris Olave. Uh, oh, the interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and the X factor is going to be Jameis Winston. All right, I like James. I like James. And uh, Panthers, last one. Yeah, MVP. I, I hate going down. It better be White Jesus. I swear to God. It's got to be. Who else is it taking the MVP? It's got to be Christian McCaffrey. X Factor is DJ Moore. That's acceptable. Great. All right, get out of here. Go we'll have some dinner or something. Right. Thank, you later, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming Thanks out, man. time, Zach. Hey, draft in 10 days. Draft in 10 days. I got another one tonight. Uh, you guys ever want to hear more about best ball and why you should do it, reach out to me. I will. Are you gonna be at the? Are you gonna be at the draft, Panachos? It's on a Monday, right? No, it's on a Friday. Uh, Friday. Next Friday. Yes, in the second. <sighs> Jake wants me to go. Yeah, I'll probably go. Yeah, I'll see you <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay, bye. Later, man. Is, is everyone gonna show up this time? Yeah, I'll as long as I don't get sure. COVID. Last yeah. year I had COVID. Dude, last That's why year I couldn't go. Oh, Golden and Panacho. That was it. If, if we have if we have a full showing, I want I want everyone to listen to this. If we have a full showing, then I think like I'm about it. Like let's let's go. This league's been going for too long for us not to have a full draft. I will be there. So go. I'll be there. All right. All right, fellas. All right. All right. Adios. Uh, All right, that was uh, that was Zach Aronson. Special guest. Um, we thank like him. Zach.
like him a lot. I think he's getting enough credit. He's, he's an OG. Yeah. Um, let's go back to the Saints. Yeah, back to the Saints. Who the fuck did he say was going to be MVP? Uh, the rookie, rookie wide receiver. He was really good at Ohio State last year. Uh, <laughs> as long Michael as... Thomas might Michael Thomas might sit out the year again just because. So. <laughs> as long as Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Doesn't serve jail time. <laughs> yeah, we don't know, he's though. Gonna, he's going to be the MVP. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, they're saying now he's not going to get punished until next year. Yeah, they're, I, I like that. I agree. And um, my understanding, too, about that is that it's, like, not just football insiders saying that. It's also, like, legal experts as well. Like so, I think – Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I think Alvin Kamara is definitely – I think he's definitely the MVP of the team, in my opinion. Yeah, we don't need to waste time on that. He's he's the MVP. Yeah, um, X Factor. I liked his Jameis pick a lot. If Jameis is healthy, and he has the weapons like Alvin Kamara, um, the rookie you just said to me, Michael Thomas. If Michael Thomas is able to go out there, why not? They're gonna have Jarvis to throw Landry. the ball. Jarvis Landry too. They're gonna have to throw the ball to be successful in that division because they're going to be in some scraps with Thomas Brady and the Bucks, And um, Jameis has been known to air it out in the past. Regardless of his turnover numbers, he still made fantasy studs out of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and others who came before him. Rashad um, Perriman. Rashad Perriman. People forget. <laughs> I, I like Jameis as an X Factor, but my X Factor is going to be the guy that we talked about earlier on the news. It's Michael Thomas. It's Michael Thomas. Because if you get any sniff of what Michael Thomas used to be before all this injuries, before Drew Brees left, I mean, he's a wide receiver one. Uh, but the like thing is, you haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it. And what two He's, seasons almost? Nah. Yeah, well, that's Brees. Yeah, basically. Retired, so yeah, two full years. So seeing, you haven't seen it in two years. You haven't seen it without Drew Brees. And I don't know. I don't know. This guy broke the record in receptions. Just in, was it 2019? Hey, uh, I think it was 18. 20, no, 2019 was when, he had his best, he, when he had his best season. That was the last time he also played a full season, 2020. I'm looking at his stats. He had 40 receptions for only 438 yards, but he was injured most of the season, I believe. And then obviously he missed all, the of, uh, all of last season with an ankle injury. Um, you know what's mind-blowing? But... You know what's mind-blowing? I feel like this is the same scenario for Christian McCaffrey. And we're there in two separate stratospheres right now as far as draft value. I think well, because, McCaffrey's younger. Michael Thomas is like approaching 30, I think. He's getting up there. Yeah, Michael Thomas is 29. Here's the thing about McCaffrey, though, is if you look at his per-game numbers, when even when best. he was injured, if he wasn't losing – if he wasn't leaving games uh, per injury in games he played full – he only played five full games last season, and he averaged 25 points. He averaged 25 fantasy points. So, I think that's that's the difference – where, yes, Michael Thomas did that 
two years ago, but you still see the flash of Christian McCaffrey, even when he's battling through injury. It's just whether or not, you know, it's just. And it ain't Drew Brees throwing him the ball anymore. That's another yeah. aspect of. Sure. Uh, dude, but here's the thing. I, I just, think I just like I said, I just think it's funny. The upside's because... too good. The upside's too good to like if he's sitting there and he can be your wide receiver three. I'm gonna have a hard time passing up on him because he can be wide receiver one. Well, but that's the thing though, is that like, Michael Thomas is not going to be your wide receiver three. Right now his ADP is seventy four, which is mid round five, I think. Depending on how you build your team, Mason, he could be your wide receiver three. I mean, it's... if you went if you went zero RB or hero RB, possibly, yeah. If you go but... in the fifth round, I could take running back, running back, and then go three receivers in a row. He can be my third receiver. He's in the okay, fifth so, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an option. Like, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I feel like at, at that scenario in the fifth round, there's better options. Do any of them have as much upside if you're trying to win? I don't know. <laughs> no. I, just think, I just think there's more risk with Michael Thomas than there is upside. All right, let me look. Let me look because we haven't. Because we, if, if there was, if there was more upside, like back to the McCaffrey comparison, all Christian McCaffrey has is upside, and you have the risk of him getting hurt again after two straight seasons. With Michael Thomas, there's possible upside, but I feel like the the, the chance, the likelihood of that upside being there, isn't as high as someone like Christian McCaffrey. Like okay, there. so to your guys' point, I'm looking at wide receivers around. Where Michael Thomas would oh, just real real quick, yeah. We'll we'll go within five of Michael Thomas. Okay, sixty four is Juju. Juju or Michael Thomas? Uh it's a better it's a better we, situation gonna, for um, Juju. I'm going Juju. Okay, Amari Cooper or Michael Thomas? Cooper Michael Thomas. He's number one. He's the number one. Bruce, on the, Jacoby Brissett is. I don't it, know. No, you Jameis. No, Glenn. It's Glenn. It's Jacoby. Glenn. If you look at the stats, if you look at the stats of wide receivers that have been with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback, Jacoby Brissett is fantasy poison. Like he is. I'm telling Glenn. I'm telling you. I was listening well, to a podcast this week Cooper. that they actually talked about it. Whereas, like the only the only wide receiver to finish, I think, top twenty with Brissett as their quarterback was. T.Y. Hilton in 2017 or whatever. And even then, he was not good. He only scored like four touchdowns. He had 700 yards, I think. It was not a great season. To, to be devil's advocate here and give Jacoby Brissett the benefit of the doubt, he hasn't had a talent like Amari Cooper to throw the ball to. Why are we giving Jacoby Brissett the benefit of the doubt but we're doubting Michael Thomas? <laughs> Why are we doing that? Because Michael Thomas hasn't done shit in two years. Michael Thomas owns the receiving record in NFL history, and you're going to give did. Jacoby Brissett the benefit he of the doubt? He did, with, he did with the most accurate quarterback of all time. Yeah, he does Amari not Cooper have that the anymore. He's quarterback of all time, trying to throw oh, the ball for the season. Oh, come on, dude. That's fine. Amari, I'm not hating. I know it's a Cowboy thing. You love Cooper. It's not a, it's not a Cowboys thing. He's not on the Cowboys anymore. He's on the Browns. He's the de facto know, number one wide receiver on a Browns team that is going to suck ass and have to throw the ball. It's Brissett. I'm going with Mike. Yeah, I think I, I think I go Michael Thomas here as well. well You're I'm saying sorry. the number one receiver, Michael Thomas, if healthy, if healthy, is lining up as the number one receiver for the Saints. No, apparently the fucking rookie is. Fucking <laughs> whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> oh, I mean, if Thomas is hurt to start the season, he will be. Yeah, you're um, right. Not, you're regardless, right. moving on. Uh, Elijah Moore. 
or Michael Thomas. Elijah Moore. I think I'd probably I'm going Michael Thomas. <laughs> that was a lot closer. I think I'd probably lean I, Elijah Moore in that situation. I love him, Elijah Moore this year. It's oh. close. It's close. Um, Rashad Bateman or Michael Thomas. I'm going Bateman. Michael all Thomas. Day. Michael Thomas. I'm going Bateman. Michael Thomas. What? Lamar doesn't throw the ball, bro. Lamar Lamar throws the. He doesn't throw it to anybody besides Mark Andrews. Hollywood Brown was still a good wide receiver last year. And Rashad Bateman ain't Hollywood Brown. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hunter Renfro or Michael Thomas? Oh. I go Michael Thomas there. I, I think, go Michael Thomas because of Adams now. Adams is there. Yeah. Oakland too much of a I think target, target share. share. Target share hurts Hunter Renfro a lot. I, I still think Renfro is a safer <clears throat> bet. Like, it has a higher floor. And then – there's two the more that are taken after. Th- those guys are all before Michael Thomas, ADP was, okay. for the record. At, and then the next two after him are Adam Thielen. Michael Thielen. Thomas. I, uh, see, it's, it's tough. Kirk, Kirk's racist. Tough. <laughs> he is racist. As long as Adam okay. Thielen's healthy, he's a touchdown machine. Yeah, but that's the mm-hmm. problem is that – he, you no, know he's gonna miss time. He says he, he says he feels as healthy as he's ever been. Yeah, but I mean, he says that going into every season. <laughs> what is he gonna say? I'm really feeling hurt this year, guys. <laughs> he could be saying, "I'm an old piece of shit." This is KJ Osborne's team now. Oh my god! If he was saying that he should be checked for not physical ailments but mental ones. Jeez. Anyway, uh, and then last one we can stop after this is DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins obviously missing six games. Uh, I'm taking Hopkins' talent. Like I know the suspension changes things, but it's Hopkins. I think by that point, though, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins is a wide receiver one, wide receiver two talent. But you're taking him kind of in a similar situation, Michael Thomas. But I think DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, you know he's going to miss six games. But yeah, but I think the rest I of the guys who plays that year are going to be higher scoring than Michael Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather I have Hopkins in that situation. Yeah. But, you know, just a fun exercise to do. But, I like that. But uh, it's tough. The only, yeah, guy I mean, I take Michael, the only guy I take Michael Thomas over, I think, is Bateman. I mean, ideally, hopefully, you're focusing on receiver. So by that point, you don't even have to worry about that. But, you know, uh, kind of depends. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so that so he was what your your X factor, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So my X factor is actually going to be Olave. Um. Because for all intents and purposes, we haven't seen it from Michael Thomas in the past two years, and the Saints drafted Olave eleventh overall. They want him to be that guy. It's clear that they really don't have that much faith in Thomas either. Um. So I think, honestly, too, you can get him kind of late, like, you know, mid-rounds, seventh, eighth, I think, ninth round maybe. Um, and honestly, if he pops from there, then, you know, that's kind of gravy for you at that point. Oh, I agree. My X factor is Michael Thomas, and we just discussed that at length, so no need to give you that. Any, uh... And there any lottery tickets on this team? Any guys that you get like 16th round and just stash and be like, huh. I mean, this team's weird. I don't feel like, you know, I feel like all their guys are, you're not going to be able to get them super late. I guess Jameis has to be the lottery ticket because he can 
he has 40 touchdown capabilities. Yeah. Also 30 interception capabilities, but he's probably the lottery ticket. Like if you were struggling at QB, you could probably roll him out some weeks and get some wins. I think him and and possibly Landry. Yeah. I'd say Landry. um, Just because Landry's biggest problem has been durability. uh, I think obviously he's getting up there in age. Um, But I mean, he's still a relatively able-bodied wide receiver um, lined up in the slot. And I think, you know, where you're getting him, he has the opportunity to give you some pretty good plug-and-play value. Um, We're going to the Panthers or the Falcons next? Falcons. Yeah, let's get the Falcons over with, bro. Uh, I agree with Zach. My MVP is Kyle Pitts. Mason, Susan's not here, so I'm going to tell you this. You know the second-year tight end room. I do. I know it all too well. This isn't any. This isn't. This isn't any second-year tight end. Okay. This is Kyle Pitts, and his first year. <clears throat> One touchdown. I know that's that. Back I my know. Hand. One well, touchdown. From all, from all accounts. One. One. However, with that one touchdown, he was still the sixth-ranked tight end in PPR. Listen. From all accounts, he has been making people look silly in in preseason from yeah, yeah. what I've been hearing. Dude's a freak. Um, so I might just I, get him I, I mean, we're all in agreement, right? <laughs> Kyle Pitts is the MVP. Yeah, he's gotta be. I mean. Um what do you guys think the X Factor is? I'll go first. My uh my X Factor gotta be Drake London this year. Top 10 pick in the NFL draft. Absolute unit at the receiver position. Um, I think he's a serious red zone. Guy. Like, I think he might catch a good amount of touchdowns this year. Um, I think that team's going to be behind all year. And Mario's going to have to throw to somebody. I know so you had me. You had and me until you just said Mario's going to have to throw to somebody. <laughs> he, is. he is. But he is, though. He is. Um yeah. Obviously, it's an X factor. Mariota is not um, he's not an ideal quarterback that you want your receiver to play with on fantasy because he's gonna have weeks where he throws probably for like 125 yards. Um, yeah, but I think the talent for Drake London is stupid. I think I think he's gonna be very good in the league, and I think he could help people win some leagues actually. Sure, I think for my um, overall X factor. Where's his Where's his ADP, Mason Drake London? Drake London. Uh, He's in that see. next tier after we discuss. He is in uh, being drafted about 99, so sixth round-ish. Let me, let me do the math here. Look, a, a second flex. I like he's, that. He's, I do. I do. Yeah, he's I beginning do. of the seventh round. Beginning of the seventh. I like that. And a bench piece, I feel like he could be a guy who could definitely be a lottery ticket. The way – that the trend's going these past couple seasons is that some rookie wide receiver just absolutely balls out. I, this year, we don't know who it's going to be. Last year's Jamar Chase. Year before that was Justin Jefferson. I feel like the rookie wide receivers these days are just built different. They're Drake ready. Might, They're ready to play right away. Might be that guy. It might be him. It might be. Another rookie wide receiver might be Garrett Wilson. Somebody's going to be that guy. But basically what I'm saying is you want to own 
a rookie wide receiver. It's just I like other guys' situations better, like a Christian Watson or a uh, even Garrett Wilson. I feel like Zach Wilson has a better chance of throwing him the ball than Marcus Mariota does. Um, but based on talent and where they were drafted in the real NFL draft, and volume, dude. What other guys have they got on that team to throw to? Well, Corduroy Patterson's still there. Well, no, but he's playing running back. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah, but he does it all. Jack of all trades, master of none. You know what I'm saying? They have Brian Edwards. They traded yeah. for Brian Edwards from Vegas. But, I mean. Yeah, that's, it's literally Pitts and Pitts, Edward, uh, Pitts, London, and Patterson. That's, that's it. The fucking killer peas right there. Uh, yep. Wait, let me give you Pitts, my. my <laughs> no pee in uh, London. My X factor, really quick, is also Cordero Patterson because we're going to see if what happened last year was a flash in the pan or if it's legit. To be honest with you, if it's not legit, my lottery ticket is Tyler Algier, right? Is it Algier or Algier? I think it's Algier. Or Algier. Um, I think it's – I'm almost positive it's Algier. So, Tyler Algier is a rookie running back. Um, currently, he is, I guess, kind of tied with Damian Williams for the backup role. Obviously, they're probably going to err more toward Williams being the veteran guy. Um, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially because Patterson and Williams both are over 30 for running backs. It's kind of old. Um, so we'll see how he factors in all reports are that he's looked pretty, pretty decent. Um, he's not really a receiving kind of running back. He's more of a a traditional running back, still working on the pass catching game, but I think you can get him kind of late, stow him on your bench, keep him for a little bit. This he'll be a pick that pays off later in the season. I don't think he'll pay dividends for you necessarily. Early on, I like it. Just because I I don't trust Cordero Patterson. Last year was magical what he did, and it was. I don't think he can do it again. As much as I wish he he does, I like him. I just don't see it happen, and I feel bad for the sucker who drafts Cordero Patterson to be, you know, his flex, or. RB2, if you go here, RB strat. I, I, ugh, God. We all laughed um, last year, too. So I'm going to say we all laughed. The thing last is, year. also, Pat- all right, listen, Cordero Patterson wasn't all- even drafted last year. He got picked up. And then <laughs> he was traded for Josh Jacobs. And he outperformed Josh Jacobs for I the know. most part. That's, that's what I'm saying. Which is unreal. Absolutely unreal. Like I said, the, the biggest surprise of the season last year. Um, um, real quick, Mac just said in the chat, uh, Ritter is going to be the starter by week four. I am up. Ooh, hot take. Says one hot take right there. I mean, look, Ritter, Calvin Ritter. I, yeah. No, Desmond. <laughs> yeah, Desmond, Desmond Ritter. I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was Riddler, and I was like, bro, put in the fucking Riddler. Are you kidding me? Riddle me this. Um, that's about it. 
Pitts, Patterson, Lawman, Algier to keep an eye on. Big lottery ticket possibility. Mm. Last but not least, Carolina Panthers. You already know. White Jesus. Guys. All I gotta say is, all I gotta say is that you're sitting at pick two, and that guy's sitting there, and you don't take him, you're a coward. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, listen, if he White goes to Jesus, pick two, I'm gonna leave it at that. He can't get that. injured. If he goes to pick two, that then the no curse. So here's here's the thing that's gonna happen. Let him slide. Let, let's just talk about it right now. Let's just talk about it right okay. now. Okay, let's talk in about the, it. Let's in the 14 man league. Yep. If we if we get the number pick number one pick, who are you taking? You taking Christian McCaffrey? I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking Taylor first. I'll take Taylor first. Yeah, I'm going Taylor personally. Yeah. Okay, that surprised me, Craig, because we had this conversation last week with Souza. It's close. It's close. And Souza is all in on Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, well, Souza's reasoning is stupid though. He literally sounds goes, like a good like, like third year in a row. Dude, and that's the thing. Like the curse has to be broken. I feel, and, and, and it's this is like no fantasy insight. Nothing I've ever learned from football or anything applies to this. But if he goes in any pick besides number one, he's going to be number one running back the whole year. But if you pick him at number one in the fourteen man league, nope. I am legitimately nervous for this dude's career. <laughs> he, might, he might not walk again if somebody drafts him at number one in the 14, man. That's why I was checking with you guys to see if you were going to risk Christian McAvoy's career by drafting him number one overall. I think, I think Taylor has so much upside, but he's, and he's more safe right now than McCaffrey, so you gotta you got to take him. But Look, I mean – Let's not make it – let's not make him in any mistakes. If they're both healthy, McCaffrey's better – he oh, is. He's better. for sure. But it's not, and, it's and, not close. I don't think it's close yeah, if McCaffrey's I, I really fully don't. healthy. <laughs> the dude catches like eight catches a game. It's really not. It's it's stupid. When he's healthy, he's one of the most prolific fantasy football players in the history of fantasy football. It's not close. The problem has been his health. Like I said last year, in the five games he played, he averaged 25 points a game. And he was battling through injuries in those games. Obviously, the five games he played full games, I should say. But I mean, still, the you can't you can't say enough about like if 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 we had if we were doing a Madden uh, draft and injuries were turned off, it's McCaffrey <laughs> all day. <laughs> it's McCaffrey all day. I wish you could turn mean? off turn off injuries and in, uh, <laughs> life. So let me. I haven't done. I guess I haven't done like a 14 man mock in some time. What are the first five picks looking like? Is McCaffrey for, like set it and forget it too? Well, pretty, so, well, pretty routinely, Jefferson, Cup, Taylor, and McCaffrey are all going to the top five. And then that fifth pick is usually a Henry or an Eckler or someone Najee. might take a chase or Najee. The fifth yeah. one is kind of like, the people are deciding, but those four are pretty much set. Those are in what different orders, though. So I figured Jonathan Taylor is a factor number one because he should be going number one in every single draft. Your number two is there, and you're staring at the board. You have a chance to pick Christian McCaffrey. Do you even think I, – I mean, for running back's sake, I understand you want to take Christian McCaffrey, but do you think about going Cup, Jefferson? I Chase, consider maybe? it, and then I think – the amount of dog shit running backs that are going to be in that dead zone in the second and third round, 
that I don't want any part of. See, I I, I, I disagree. Right now, See, because here's the thing, Craig. If you if you think about that coming back, and like we you know talked about earlier, you draft that Cooper Cup comes back, you have a chance to get Lenny as your RB one. No, I don't want it. That's the dead zone I'm talking about. I don't want See, it. See, I am Lenny, the opposite. Avoid, 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 avoid. I don't want him. I'm, or, I'm or the like opposite. Aaron Jones or somebody else. Aaron so Jones. You would do that, man. Yeah, I honestly like. I like running backs. I think running back is surprisingly deep this year. Like you can get relatively good running backs pretty late this year, comparatively speaking to prior seasons. Um, like a good example, someone we talked about when we did uh, AFC South, Damian Pierce. He's going to be the starting running back on the Texans, and he's going in like the sixth or seventh round. You know what I mean? And we're talking like, obviously, the Texans are going to suck, but if we're going pure volume, he's supposed to catch passes. That's a pretty decent pick, pretty late. You know what I mean? There are options that you have relatively late. And I don't. Where Craig has the dead zone for running backs in the second and third round, I feel that way about the wide receivers in that range. Like yeah, I don't so want to take, I don't want to take AJ Brown. Or I don't Tyree like Hill, him. Or, or Tyreek Hill. Else. I okay, don't, okay. I don't like that. I would rather if I'm, if I'm sitting at number two. You rather roll James Conner in the second round, though. You rather do that? No, I would not. Want I, to do I don't that. want him. I do. He is, oh, okay, but he's, we'll in talk, that, we'll, he's in that dead well, zone. Yeah, but there's, but, but there's, that's. that's that's specifically him. I would take I would take Lenny. I'd take Zeke over Connor. I, I don't I'm not messing with James Connor ever again because he absolutely fucked me last year after two weeks of subpar football. And then I trade him and he is fucking Priest Holmes. I don't know. Yeah. Why. I mean, people Priest are high Holmes. on him this year, but I feel like he's Dude, kind of I, he he feels like Kenyon Drake felt to me. Uh when and I, I took when I took him, he was on the Cardinals. Obviously, he had a really good at like second half of the season uh but i i obviously i've been burned by connor james connor so i don't feel good about him but you know james connor was the most touchdown dependent player in football last year and it showed i don't think he, let me put up his game log real quick i don't know right. we're not talking uh oh while you NFC bring it up i just want to I, I just want to say this while you bring it up like we're talking about how you want to build your team, like team building standpoint. At the end of the day, like I'm gonna have a hard time passing up at pick two, who I the guy I think is the best fantasy player. So, regardless, I love Justin Jefferson. I've owned him two years in a row. I've won with him. I I love having him on my team, but it was him or McCaffrey. I'm taking McCaffrey. I just am. So all right. So think about it this way: McCaffrey goes here the third, fourth, fifth pick. You have a chance to get a wide receiver. And you already said, Craig, when it comes back to you, you're not getting a running back. So you're doubling up on a Jefferson and an A.J. Brown or a Jefferson and a Tyreek Hill or a Cooper Cup and fucking D.K. Metcalf. You would do yep. that than, pick, than picking, yep. like, that second-tier running back? Yeah, I would. Because that's how much I fucking – I hate that. But your RB1 is going to be fucking – I hate it. No, nah, dude, well, our league's different. That. Our league's different, dude. It's like you try to get, like, intel from a mock. I, people, like, Dobbins is falling in drafts. If I have a wide receiver heavy team and I get a guy like that as my RB1, I'm not, like, Well, because that's the thing. You're going to have a back-to-back pick. Yeah. At, at the so, turn, so. See, what's, what's crazy is I did a draft, a mock, the other day, um, and it was 14-man. It was one of those expert mocks on ESPN, PBR, and I – I got Christian McCaffrey at five 
he fell all the way to five, which I mean, people could have just been, you know, doing draft strategy or something. But I, to me, that's, that's ludicrous. If, if, if he falls to, like, that's stupid. If he falls he's, to he's five, not, it's like. In our league, he's not going past two. I, yeah, I would agree with that. I, I would think you, we would have a better chance of Jonathan Taylor going past two than Christian McCaffrey, I think, in our league. I think so. Someone, yeah. someone might take McCaffrey first. I think someone, someone takes McCaffrey and then someone Cup. goes Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson after that, and then Taylor falls to three, and then See, we're all like, "What? What, Glenn, the fuck what, <laughs> what you were saying? What you were saying? If I'm at, if I'm at pick two, personally, I'm looking at either McCaffrey or Jefferson. Probably depends what what path you want to take. Um, it's a tough path obviously. because. I don't want it. I don't want the second pick this year. I really don't want it. It's I, a tough I, path I because <laughs> you know, like with that hero RV with Christian McCaffrey, you know he's such a game changer, but the risk of having that, the two pick. But then I'm, I, I don't want to win. My mindset, what is going to make me win? One mindset to win. I want him. I want him. I want to win. He gives me the best chance. If he gets injured, Season's no. over. <laughs> but see, see, that's that's the win. thing. That's the thing. That's the risk you take. For me, for me, go, it's drafting. I don't want to start the year. Like, I don't want to go to playoffs Your first round pick can't be a risk. It, it can't. If it's like Jesus, it can. I'm sorry. It, it can, but I'm saying usually your first round pick is the guy you build your team around. And I get it. If McCaffrey plays, all is fine. And like I said, I, I wish the best for Christian McCaffrey. But the past two seasons, he hasn't played. And that is alarming. I mean, Glenn, what do you always say? You can't win your league in the first round, but you can lose it. Lose it. You can't. So, you can definitely lose it. And, and But mean, the thing is, like, for me personally, I have always been a guy to draft a running back in the first round just because the structure of my team, I feel like a wide receiver is much easier to plug and play in fantasy than a running back. Yeah. The, game's, the game is changing, though to where wide receivers now are becoming more explosive, more valuable, and are winning you games in weeks. I think I think we've had I I think we've had in the past probably more like 40 plus point games from wide receivers than we have running backs like these past like two or three seasons. Between like Tyreek Hill, Jamal Chase. Hill and Chase, yeah. Yeah. You know? I I agree. It's not you passing on him, Glenn? I pick two? You passing on him? On who, on McCaffrey? Yeah. Stupid tournaments. I think you would. I think you would. I think you would You would, You would. would skip him. I do. I think I'd probably take him, but I'm also, like Greg, I am also a Christian McCaffrey hunk. So, uh, it's, it's me and that special bond. I had him during the special year. It's I tough. I would. That bond oh. is never going away. My guy. Dude, I, can't, if, I can't tell you my secrets, but. Back to back to James Conner real quick. We'll be in the touchdown guy. <laughs> okay. Um, I want you guys to guess how many games he ran for over 100 yards last year. After I'm gonna guess, it's not many. It's not many because two, I know I'm he guess was two games. Two games is my guess. So James Conner, James Conner finished as the number five running back in PPR and standard uh, last year. He had like um, 20 touchdowns what, or something. Yeah. How many games did you guys machine. guess? I, I said guess three. two. I guess two. So the games that. Um, James Conner had over 100 yards rushing, um, are zero. Oh, wow, that's crazy! You can have yeah, one yeah. game over 100 yards, and he's going early third in drafts. You can forget about it, even the volume, dude. His the most carries he got 21. 
You know what's scary, though, is that I'm saying this, and they, like, shipped out Chase Edmonds, and it's literally just him now in that backfield. Like, yeah. No, they're going to give him all the catch work. They're going to give him all the goal line work. Like, I he still might feel – I don't feel good about him, though. No, I, I don't feel yeah, Also, I think it's because, like I said, he did burn me when he was on the Steelers. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's just – he's just not a guy I, I really like. It's like – I'd feel comfortable with him as my RB two. Uh, I, I, I don't want him on my that. team at all. I don't want him on my team because at all. because that would mean my RB one is someone like McCaffrey, Henry, you know, Eckler, Eckler, Harris, right? Yeah, Something I'd be like okay that. with that. I, I'd be okay with that. But to, uh, if, like, say if I went receiver first, and then I got to look at James Conner being my RB one. Yeah, that's rough. Well, thankfully though, around James Conner, there is. Plenty of other running back talent to be had. Yeah, yeah like, I, like I said, I'd rather take Lenny. I'd take Z. I'd rather take oh, fucking same. Elijah Mitchell. Nope, not him. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> not him. no. <laughs> I, had to, I had to keep you honest on that one. <laughs> not him either. Because the thing, the thing with James Conner is he's the only guy. Like you said, uh, Elijah Mitchell. We don't know. He could be out there for two weeks. Then they throw in fucking Trey Sermon out of nowhere, and I'm going to be like, what the fuck is going on, Kyle? What the fuck the is up, my, Kyle? For the sake of my dynasty team, I hope that happens. Yeah, I know. Um, Where were we? Oh, yeah. We're on the, MVP's we're, McCaffrey. Yeah. X-Factor. I'm going to agree with Zach again. DJ Moore. Yeah, it's got to be. Those are DJ the only Moore yeah, really. is the, is the definition of a wide receiver, too. Consistent. Right. He'll never get you 20, but he'll get you 10 every week. That's what he does. But see, here's the thing about DJ Moore. I am – personally, I'm high on him this year. I think, especially now, this is def- – Baker. say we went about Baker Mayfield, but he's definitely the best quarterback that DJ Moore has had. Um, and I think he is going to help. Um He's obviously he's just, better. He's just, he's just not a big guy, dude. In the red zone, it's tough for him to get touchdowns. DJ, small guy. DJ Moore, since becoming a starter in 2019, I won't count his rookie year. Playing with since, Robbie Anderson, too. Since Sucks. becoming a starter in 2019, three straight years, he's had four receiving touchdowns. Three straight years, Damn. he's had 1,100 yards. He hasn't reached huh. 1,200 yards. It's, it's been the touchdowns. Huh, but he's a wide The only, the only thing that keeps him – Keeps me optimistic about this year coming up is that last year he had his highest reception total of 93 compared to 66 and 87 the years prior, and he had 163 targets. There you go. I mean, they don't really have much else to throw the ball. Like, they, got, they got Robbie Anderson, but I last year he kind of completely shit the bed after having Robbie a Anderson. Season. Robbie Anderson is abysmal, let me tell yes. you. That's another guy I owned last year. Terrible. Well, oh. I mean, he had had a good, a pretty decent season the year before. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I know. That's why I drafted him. But regardless, I, I mean, I think we're all in agreement. Uh, DJ Moore is the X factor. Is there anyone that you guys are going to avoid on the team? Like on that team? Yeah, I think honestly, for me, it's it's Robbie Anderson. I yeah, don't like. Probably. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Late. I don't think I'm. I don't Later. think I'm starting anyone besides DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. I got a lottery ticket for this team. Yeah, who's that? Terrence Marshall. I like. Uh, for, yep, Terrence Marshall. 
lottery ticket, second-year receiver. Didn't do much last year with Sam Donald, but maybe with upgraded quarterback. I think Robbie Anderson's that bad, so I think kid, kid might show a little something. It's a lottery ticket. Late in drafts. Yeah, my pick. stash him on your bench, see what happens. But uh, yeah, there's nobody worth starting on the Panthers team. Even Baker, I mean, he could be all right with McCaffrey and more, but you'd have to see it first. Yeah, it's just mainly there. two guys. It's it's more in McCaffrey. That's main people. Oh, McCaffrey. Uh, who wins the division? Dennis the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. Bucks all the way. That's pretty easy. Um, anything else you want to say about the NFC South? Um, pretty stacked fantasy wise, I think. Besides Definitely. the Falcons, crazy that it's stacked fantasy wise. But I feel like if you're not talking fantasy, the division sucks. I feel like the Bucks are just oh, so much yeah. better than everybody else. I mean, Saints, Saints could be a wild card team. They got a pretty decent defense. Uh, obviously, um, you know they should be better. Their wide receiving core obviously is better than it was last year, uh, assuming Michael Thomas plays. Yeah. I mean, even with Olave, they still have like a potential number one guy now instead of Jameis throwing to Traquan Smith and uh, Mark Callaway. Yeah, thank you. So we'll see what happens. Definitely a fun fun division for fantasy though. So you guys are gonna be thinking if I'm gonna take CMC at two. I know. I wanted to get the. I wanted to get the the, the gears rolling. I, I wanted to see the thought process. You didn't. You didn't even answer me though. You, you wouldn't commit. I don't want to lie to you. The draft comes and I get the number two pick. Then I go fucking CD Lamb. <laughs> um. This time next week, Mason, we're gonna have a dynasty team to talk about. Yeah, baby. Which is crazy. We're also gonna be insane. we're also gonna be previewing our last and final division of the season. Um and then we got our drafts and then we're rolling right into week one. Yeah, and if uh I'm not mistaken, we're having we're doing what we did last year where we're doing the uh the announcement of the pick order, right? The night before. Uh, yeah. It's gonna, be on, it's gonna be on this Twitch, not the both of these ones. It's gonna be on this one. Still, sell the podcast right. next Thursday night. So if you follow the podcast on Tuesday, next Thursday we're gonna have lottery. Live, uh, draft lottery, twenty four hours before draft time on Thursday night. And um, good luck. May the odds forever be in your favor. Mm. I nice. I don't know what pick I want this year. I don't. You're gonna get. You're gonna get two. You're going to get two because of your lack of an answer. You're going to get two. I don't think I've ever had two before. Had one. I don't even. You've had one. Obviously, the ideal position. Le'Veon Bell, he sat up the whole year. I like the back end this year. Back end of the first is nice this year. I like the turn. Dude, like, it's so, so hard at a 14, man, like. Just the extra spots in the rounds, like guys that you think are going to come back to you don't. Yeah. And then you're especially like, especially our league. You know, when the first two quarterbacks go, someone's going to panic, and then yep. I'm going to be stuck with Kirk and Tua, and I'm going to hate myself. <laughs> so, hey, at least you, <laughs> at least it wasn't like me last year. I had Baker for literally almost the whole season. So, so, all right, 
So one more episode of preseason. We're gonna Which have is the NFC West. Then, NFC uh, West. We're gonna do that, and then the following week, we're gearing up for Week One, which means the return. Says on hot takes. We're gonna do our preseason predictions. I, I should say our season long predictions, as far as you know, our fuck of the year, stellar MVP, all that. Yeah, I, it's, it's getting too close. Um, can't wait. I can't. Wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to sit in my parents' basement with you and you and drink Pepsi <laughs> and play your Nintendo Switch. I got one question. I got one question. And with Megan, are we doing the Pickums this year? Oh, pigs yes. can pick them. Absolutely. Pigs, pigs can pick them. Are open. We'll I probably do I, it. I started. I started them too late last year. I like to. Do, I want to do it from week one. This time. Yeah, I think we'll we'll yeah, probably yeah. make the make the league and do it the week that the season kicks off. Two weeks from so now. So the the oh, let me look at the calendar here. Fifth. So exactly. the sixth. The sixth. Two weeks from now. Yes, the sixth. September sixth. That is when we'll probably boot that back up. So. Yeah, we'll do live picks on here, and then uh, feel free to join the Pickums League season-long contest. The winner, if you can beat every single member of Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast, will receive a very special gift to be determined. Last yeah. year, we had a winner, but the winner wouldn't reveal himself to claim his prize. Or herself. Prize, or herself. 2022. Or itself. To claim the prize. <laughs> itself. Or themselves. Or themselves. To claim the prize, so now the prize has to double. It's like when you you have money in the pot, and then nobody wins the pot, but the pot stays there, and then mm. more people go in. That now that prize has to be double as good. So if the, if the prize, for example, just to put an example to Glenn's, uh, you know what he's saying here. Yeah. If the prize was a hot dog, you'd be getting two hot dogs this or, time. Or you'd be getting a hot dog and a hamburger. That too. Who knows? Who knows? Well, we don't. <laughs> we don't. That's for sure. We don't. We will though. Susan's gonna come up with the prize. Yeah. Um. That'll be his punishment for missing this week. It'll be a twenty dollar gift card to fucking Applebee's. Oh my! No, it would be one of those gift cards that's like, that's like, it's like four. Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like four Applebee's gift cards. Friendlies. Fucking. 99. Just the worst assortment <laughs> of chain restaurants. Be like Outback, Applebee's, uh, Papa, uh, no, uh, Long John Silver's. Long John Silver's. Fucking, uh, I don't even know. Red Lobster. Red Lobster. Red, yeah. There you go. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. There you go. Um, hopefully, Susan's back next week. Craig, thank you for being on. Yeah, Craig, thanks for coming in, man. If you're watching us on Twitch, thank you for coming through. Be sure to, one, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, two. Hold on. Real quick, Mac the Sack asked about the Pick'ems in the chat. Uh, Pick'ems are public, completely publicly. All you have to do is sign in using your ESPN information. Um, Join in. ESPN account. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll like, Tell get more details the, closer to the, to the day. When we do yeah, it, right. uh, we'll let you know. And I usually post a link on our Twitter uh, to join. And you yes. can just click on that link. You go into the Stellar Southern Podcast group. You make your picks weekly. Don't forget, because sometimes people do. 
and then they miss out on a week, and they're already that behind that they got to make. And then it's games. over. Yeah, and my me. You're in my rearview mirror, and I'm fucking gone. Um, what's I say? Oh, if you're watching on Twitch, thank you. Follow the Twitch. Turn notifications on so you know we'll go live, even though you know if you're watching, it's six o'clock every Tuesday night. It's when we usually like to record. Right, baby. Uh, Susan doesn't even know that. So, um, what else? Follow TikTok. Uh, Mason, still waiting for your TikTok video. Yep. Uh, we're also, you're also waiting on me to start Snapchat. We're waiting on Susan to start the OnlyFans. So, we got a lot to do. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Craig, you want to say anything before uh, we get out of here? I'm just excited. Draft season approaching, and uh, it's going to be a hell of a season. I'm ready for redemption. I am. I'm, hell yeah, baby. I'm on a mission this year. Well, I like to hear. Who do you think is going to have a better season, you or the Chiefs? Why would you say that to me at the end of the podcast? <laughs> why, would you, why, would, why would you make me make that decision? I'm a this... I'm a fan first, so I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Right. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think I'm gonna have a better season than the Patriots, but that's because the Patriots probably only won one game. Sure. So, um, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye bye. Later.